All right, welcome. It is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, by the way, as far as the uh, new stadium is concerned, um, Erie County Legislator Frank Todaro asked how the grass field was to be heated. The representative from the New York State Environmental Agency said the field will be heated with natural gas-fired boilers, and that project will be exempt from the state's new electric-only regulations. So they, they make this stuff up as they go along. I mean, we've had some very interesting questions this uh, in, in the last hour, but you know, again, the, the, the whole you know, the, the big view that I have of it is how in the world are we all going to go electric? when the electric grid cannot handle it. Coming up this summer, you're going to have days where we're going to be in the 80s, the 90s. Oh, with global warming, I'm sure we'll be in the 120s in Buffalo. And you're going to be told, hey, take it easy on the air conditioning. We don't want to bring the grid down. We don't want to have to have blackouts taking place. So if that alone, air conditioning, is enough to basically take down the electric grid or have uh, blackout situations taking place, how in the hell are we ever going to handle everybody with an electric stove, everybody with electric heat, everybody with electric water tanks, and so on and so forth? I It, it doesn't pass the test at all. And on the U level, really, uh, you're having a new build house done, you can add 10, 20, 30 grand to the cost of your new build, and if you are in an existing home, as your appliances break down and you need to have everything replaced with electric, you can look forward to having an electrical contractor come in and you're going to be spending 10, 20, 30,000 bucks to make sure that your house is capable of meeting the new demands on its energy system. Uh, it's, this is all going to cost you money. And it's and, and again, one of the other big questions is, to what end? Because of climate change? If climate change wasn't a natural function of the earth, which has nothing to do with man, I'd be doing this show from underneath a mile-high glacier. Because 12,000 years ago, that's what you would have seen looking at where our radio station and transmitter are located. You would see not a radio station and a transmitter. You'd see Antarctica. But climate change happened. It happened before any man was putting anything into the atmosphere. And, you know, pe people think, you know, I've always called it chrono-snobbery. People think that we as human beings are the be-all and end-all. We think in human time. The Earth works in geologic time. And geologic time is a lot different than human time. All right? To the Earth, a million years is nothing. Imagine living one million years. <laughs> Your health plan still wouldn't be any good. Uh, let's get back to the calls. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Here's uh, Mike in Chictawaga. What do you make of all this, Mike? Hey, Tom. First of all, we don't have enough natural resources to make all these pieces of equipment. Who are we going to source it from? China? Secondly, I ordered my new fridge and stove back in November, and it's back ordered till March. So it's all scare tactics from the Democrats. There's no way in hell they're going to be able to do this. So, but what, what's the goal? What's the goal of a scare tactic? 
Well, to make everybody in fear, like you got to get the vaccine or you're going to die. You know, I mean, but how, does, how does this like how how does the, like what what benefit is this scare tactic? Because I, I haven't talked to anybody. I've not even heard from anybody who thinks this is a good practical idea. I mean, is this a scare tactic no. or is this Kathy Hochul uh, in, in one of the most stupid political decisions of anybody's lifetime? It's the it's the small leftist minority that is the squeakiest wheel gets the oil that thinks it's the end of times and we're going to save the planet and listen nobody's going to be driving an electric hoopty is population going to buy an electric car I mean come on it's not going to happen I, I in my lifetime well you know what if uh, if somebody had told me that NY safe was going to happen. Before it happened, I would have said, nah, you're smoking crack. If somebody told me that New York State was going to basically buck a United States Supreme Court decision regarding firearms, I'd have said that you were nuts. But that's exactly what's happening in New York State. If it, See, you're operating um, with a rational brain. You're operating like common sense. New York State government doesn't operate that way. I yeah. wish I could dismiss well. this as a scare tactic, sir, but I can't. Well, it is. I, I wouldn't hold my breath to it. I tell everybody that's listening, I wouldn't waste my time with it because not everybody's going to be able to afford. Where are they going to get the raw material, Tom? My stuff's back ordered four months. They're not going to be able to facilitate it. There's no way in hell they had every plan on the face of the planet building these hot water tanks, these cars and everything. Where are they going to go from? Uh, hopefully not the same place you got your cell phone. <laughs> I thank you very much uh, for the call. A uh, little uh, cutout and digitization going on there. I-, I wish I could be as laid back as the last caller about this, but I- in New York State, I don't think you can afford to be laid back. I think you need to make your voices heard. But here's the problem. you got to do it with your state representatives, your local officials. You need to be calling your council members. You need to be calling your town supervisors. You need to be calling your state assemblyman, your state senator. Uh, It's very easy to find out who these people are. You just say, who is my New York state senator? You can type in your home address and they'll give you your New York state senator. The more you contact your local elected officials, they enjoy being state senator. They enjoy being a state assemblyman. You might, underline, might have some impact on how this thing goes. And if people across the state do this, maybe that will have some kind of an impact. But unfortunately, and, and the reason I wish I, I, I could but I cannot dismiss what is being, being talked about is uh, the, the overlord of New York City, which looms over everything. Because, as Kathy Hochul showed in the last election, if you win New York City's particularly left-wing vote, you win statewide race. You win it. And it's all you have to do. And those of us west of the Hudson, unfortunately, we are peons. We don't matter. It just, yeah, it doesn't, we don't matter. You are a nothing. You are less than a nothing. You're not even a cog. You are, I said cog, you are nothing. Uh, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. I mean, I, I wish I could say that, yes, your your call is going to help, and, and maybe it will, but it's the best it's the best I can tell you because l- looking over all of us is the beast in the east, New York City, and we're just a bunch. See, as much as I enjoy New York City, 
Now, I used to enjoy New York City, used to love New York City, used to go there all the time, have not been in years, will not go in anything like the foreseeable future because of rampant crime, just totally out of control, a feeling of not being safe in New York City. Um, but they, they look at us as though we are nothing but a bunch of uneducated uh, hicks. Anywhere west of the Hudson, you, you don't count. And any politician knows all you have to do is win the New York City vote and you're in. You're in like Flynn. It's amazing. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. And one of the other questions uh, that you have to ask yourself is, to what extent will this proposal, um, and we're hoping to get more details on it, to what extent is this going to push the gas on people moving out of New York State? Because, uh, frankly, it, it's gotten to the point for me, and I, I'm not ready yet to pull the pin uh, there's just some personal things that I need to tend to, but it's gotten to the point for me, and I don't think I speak alone in this, where the state has become an unlivable piece of real estate. It just isn't livable anymore. And it's really a shame because I'm rather fond of Western New York, rather fond of the people uh, that I know in Western New York, but the state itself and its policies have become utterly inconsistent with the way I wish to live my life. Um, what's left of my life. And I, I don't want to die feeling as though I'm nothing but a, a peon peasant in the eyes of New York State. I would like to, uh, I'd like to live in a free state. New York State is, is not a free state, and it's becoming less and less free by the day. And, you know, you, in your life, you, you, you can basically, you know, you've, you've got a choice to make, and a lot of it depends on where you are in your life. But... Uh, you're being happier living somewhere else. If you're not happy with what's going on politically in New York State, your chances of being happier elsewhere are a lot greater than the chances of New York State changing. Now, thanks to the pandemic, many of us can do our jobs remotely. Used to be only radio guys could do their jobs remotely. I, I could do my show from Florida, do it from Texas. I could do it from the Malaysia if I wanted to. But it's very hard to get a drink in Malaysia. But anyway, um, you can do it from anywhere. And, and you could probably do your job from anywhere. And with the increased mobility that people have now, I have to wonder if that's going to have an increased acceleration on the number of people getting out of a place like New York State, um, which, again, it, it, you know, it, I wake up every morning and I wonder, why do I live in a state that is like this? And obviously the answer, as it is for most of us, is a very, it's a very personal answer. There's some things that I need to take care of, and once those things are done, um, I can start actively looking around. And, and frankly, um, looking at real estate in certain other states I could think of hasn't been a real good idea over the past few years because it's been a total seller's market. And you never want to buy high, you always want to buy low. Like during the last housing recession, you could have bought a beautiful place in Florida for really cheap money. Now, really cheap places in Florida are selling for sick money. I think it might have deteriorated a little bit, but uh, let's get back to the calls. Eric in uh, Allegheny, you are on WBEN. Hello. Thank you for doing this most important show. I think Kathy Hochul has absolutely thought this through, and she knows exactly what she's doing. I think the calls are important. But the biggest effect we can have to resist this is no compliance uh, along the way. What, what you said before, which is kind of an in-your-face, yeah, this new stadium or whatever is going up, 
it's going to be heated with natural gas. There you go. We're not going to comply with these unlawful orders that have, they're completely not under the, the jurisdiction of the governor or any other elected official. This is private matters for private people. So I, I think where this is going is rationing. They can't ration or control or turn off somebody's gas without the company, gas company being involved in coming to the house and turning it off. Whereas if they get people on the electric grid with the smart meters, they can control, they can reduce, they can restrict and turn off. So when we come to rationing, if everybody's on the smart meter grid, they don't have to send the meter guy to your house or meter girl. They can turn you off or turn you down or say, hey, Mrs. Smith, you've reached your allotment of wattage for the week. You don't, you don't get any more electricity after that. That's actually going on in California. So there's a fantastic documentary called Take Back Your Power that explains all the ins and outs of the smart meters and how dangerous and how much of a control mechanism the government and the companies will have to restrict your usage. So it's not so much about getting away from the gas. That's the vehicle to get everybody on the control grid. So it's it, and that's the ultimate goal is to control people's energy, control their money, control their health decisions, control their legal life, everything controlled by, you know, people other than yourself. Um, so what do you think about that? And I might have one more comment. Uh, well, I mean, I think that uh, people in the Phoenix, Arizona area found out that there's a price to be paid for the cheaper rates they were paying for electricity by accepting the smart gra- the smart meter when they wanted their houses cooler than I think it was 80 degrees. They couldn't make their houses cooler than 80 degrees because of the smart meter. So you, you are correct. The, with the smart meter, your temperature preference in your home, it could be controlled by somebody else. And is control a big part of this? I absolutely believe that control is a big part of it. I think control is also a reason why we're seeing this push for electric vehicles because now you can easily drive in 12 hours from Buffalo to the tip of Cape Cod, or at least in the summertime, you can. With these electric cars, how many stops are you going to have to make uh, before you can take an extended drive? I I can't even think of how long a drive to Florida would take with all the recharging stops you're going to have to make. Do I believe that control is a part of that? Yes, I do. And all you can yeah, do is look at the statements of the World Economic Forum. They're all about controlling the little people while they have their private yachts, their private jets, and they live the life of energy-consuming Rileys. Right. And what happens if you don't plan that trip exactly right and you run out of juice between the next filling station? There may not be a filling station down in the Smoky Mountains or something. So that's going to be a real problem. So people uh, watch the documentary, Take Back Your Power. It's on YouTube. And also you can opt out because the electric companies are right now, I'm getting reports from all over the state of people saying, wow, they didn't even tell me they were doing this, but the electric company showed up at my house and put a smart meter on. So people go out and check your meter. If you have the analog wheel that spins, you're good. If you have that digital smart meter, call the company, the electric server, and opt out. I believe they're charging $14 extra on your bill for people who do choose to opt out. But, you know, that's a small price to pay for sovereignty, independence, and freedom. Is this every single month, $14? Yes, I believe that's the case. And I would dispute that. I would have, I would make sure the electric company removes the smart meter. Uh, you know, and then dispute the fine. And somebody's going to take this to court and win a big lawsuit because they can't arbitrarily tack on a punishment fee, you know, that was not in your original terms of service and all of a sudden change that contract that you have with the electric company to include a new magic fee to accommodate Hochul and the left-wing climate agenda. Well, I may have to put a sticker on my electric meter. Do not swap this. Do not swap this out. Do not trespass. 
Fantastic, fantastic idea. All right, thank thank you very much. I uh, I appreciate the call. I, look, I, I don't know if what Eric is saying is true uh, about uh, about New York State, but um, if you look up smart meters, you will find that there are certainly instances where people have been incentivized with lower rates for electricity, but what they're giving up is their freedom to control their electricity. And I don't know where you like to set your thermostat in the uh, summertime. Um, summertime. Not going to lie, I set my thermostat about 68 degrees, and I get my letter of admonishment from National Grid because I like a cool house in the summertime. In the wintertime, I also like a cool house. My thermostat is generally 66, 67 degrees. If I get chilly, I turn on the natural gas fireplace for a little bit. That's it. And uh, use a lot of blankets, my smelly, ratty old bathrobe that I've had for 30 years. 30 years. They don't make them like that anymore. It looks like the uh, Al Capone bathrobe. Rather fond of that. They whoever gave it to me as a gift didn't realize that, but it's just like the one Capone is wearing when he's shown in Florida fishing off the dock when his brain was rotting from syphilis. So I'm happy to tell you I've got something to say. I've got something in common with somebody from tertiary syphilis. Yes, it's true. All right, uh, we're going to continue this. I, I have to tell you guys too. I've mentioned this before. Um, in, in my entire radio career, there has not been an issue like this that has been so universally condemned and has had the kind of rampant interest as this forced conversion to natural gas plan has had. And it's across the political spectrum. We had a guy calling in the first couple of times we did this topic saying, I'm a liberal Democrat and I don't agree with it. Well, that's good. I want all the liberal Democrats I can have to be on the side of individual choice in matters like this because last i checked if you're a liberal democrat your power goes out you can freeze to death in the winter time just as much as i can just saying you gotta make I, i would really like a lot more liberal democrats to say uh 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 no 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 because that's the power base that is being catered to, right? Your vote is the power base that's being catered to, and if you don't like this, you need to make your voice heard. You really do. And again, I I cannot emphasize this enough. I I don't look at this as a political issue. And the other thing i got to emphasize, too, is they're they're not going to come into your home and take your appliance. They're not going to do that. When your appliance burns out, wears out, breaks down, you're going to have to replace it with electric after 2030. But they're not going to come in like stormtroopers kicking down the door and ripping out your uh, natural gas furnace. That is not going to happen. But um, after 2030, your natural gas furnace breaks down. You better have some extra money saved up for your electric furnace. And, oh, yeah, you better be ready to pay more every single month to heat your home because electric heat is uh, it's pretty expensive every, from what I've heard from electricians and people who've called the show. I mean, this is just such a an elitist, bad idea. And if you are somebody who is struggling from paycheck to paycheck and you vote liberal Democrat because you think they're helping you, I urge you to uh, reconsider and uh, maybe make some phone calls because there's no reason why people of all political stripes cannot unite against this is against this utter idiocy. It's Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN.
It's hard to go wrong with this one. All right, it is good choice, Josh. Good choice. Uh, it is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN uh, talking about this uh, natural gas appliance ban and what it is, what it isn't, what we know, what we don't know. And to be honest with you, there's a lot more we don't know than there is what we do know. Uh, caller before said, Well, what if you're going to sell your house? I mean, what's going to happen then? Um, and uh, I, I had th- I had had an idea uh, that I was trying to formulate uh, while I was talking there about uh, building codes, and somebody sent me an email and has outlined some ways in which they could underline could. Nobody's saying they're going to, but they could make you compliant before you uh, sell your home to somebody else. Number one, electrification could become part of the building code, then you would not be able to sell a residence or building not fully in compliance. Don't they do that now with hardwired smoke detectors? Uh, Number two, insurance companies may eventually not provide coverage for any buildings not in compliance. Number three, mortgage companies may not provide mortgages for properties which are not in compliance. So there would be, hypothetically, ways in which you could be compelled to make changes getting around 2030 uh, before you can actually move a property. And all of these things, again, I mean, the the, uh, process of electrification, uh, making your home able to produce the electricity needed by these or to take in and then distribute the kind of electricity that is needed for all of this new power demand, um, there are ways uh, that they could do it. And yeah, it's going to cost you money. So, um, you know, let's say you think you're going to clear $50,000 on a real estate transaction. Well, after you uh, get the electrician out and do everything that has to be done, you might clear $20,000 or $25,000 out of the transaction. Uh, And uh, on the other end, the home buyer could be paying that when they buy your home. But a lot of that depends on market conditions at the time you are selling. There are buyer's markets and there are seller's markets. I bought my home in a buyer's market, and I hope we still stay in a seller's market, Uh, but we'll see. 803-0930, the phone number star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. And I got to tell you, a lot of these questions I can't answer, but I, I don't feel that bad because the state Senate Minority Leader, Rob Ort, he couldn't answer them. And I don't even think the governor, Kathy Hochul, could answer them. Like, what about the Amish? Propane is a fossil fuel. The Amish use propane. What's going to happen with the Amish? Are they going to be able to exercise First Amendment religious freedom rights? How well did that work in COVID? How well did that work in COVID? It, it didn't work because what the uh, COVID pandemic should have taught you is you really, George Carlin was right. You don't have any rights. What you have is a bill of privileges that they can take away anytime they want to. Same thing with the Second Amendment. Supreme Court says one thing. New York State says something else. You don't have any rights. You have a bunch of arbitrary privileges that can be taken from you whenever they want. The notion of America being a free country, um, if you still have that notion, some recent developments should have disabused you of that notion. It's a fairy tale. It's a it's an absolute fairy tale. Um, and any Japanese American from World War II could tell you what their rights did for them. Right off to the concentration camp you go. Oh, I'm sorry, detention camps is what we called them. 
803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Our national government has a track record. Ask the Native Americans, ask the Japanese Americans, when you most need the government to protect your rights, that is when they most are likely to trample your rights. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Kevin in uh, Buffalo, you are on. Hello. Hello there, sir. Um, a couple answers to your question. So your, some of your questions you were asking about, like uh, doing the code, making a code. They yep. already have a code for, like, sump pumps. you got to have a sump pump and a lot of municipalities, or you can't sell your house. Right. People don't go through. That's a code. If they do that, I don't know what's going to happen. Well, I mean, it's one way that they can uh, they can force compliance. The only thing that beats that is cash. You sell a house from cash, you don't have to do a, a compliance thing. Um, really? I mean, the, the sale will go yeah. through? Mm-hmm. Cash. No mortgage company, no one has questions you, and that's how you do it. Yeah, but the the way the market is now, I mean, especially for first time home buyers, you know, these kids don't have two hundred thousand or one hundred and fifty thousand dollars to plunk down for a starter home. What I think is going to happen is when you get close, like well, when you get close to put their furnace, it's going to be a lot of furnaces going to go in before that deadline. They're going to go in. They're going to then they're going to say, okay, if you're hot, if you're furnace within this many years, you're going to be okay. But if it's this many years old, then you're going to have to switch over. So you'll see a lot of new furnaces going in. The new houses will all get generators, gas generators, because they're not going to stop a gas generator going in. There's no way. you got to have it. Well, no. Uh, gas generators are – no, the gas generators are covered, as I understand it, under this ban because the ban deals with fossil fuels. And instead of a natural gas generator, you're going to need a battery backup generator, which, as I understand it, a whole house battery backup generator, one battery costs you, was it $2,500, $3,000, and it gives you about two hours of electric. Does that sound right? That sounds about right. Like a a battery backup uh, sump pump gives you about, I don't know, maybe two hours of of electric. Depends how much it's pumping. But same thing. But I thought I heard that they were going to let you have the gas generator. Uh, that is not the information that I have. Uh, you know, natural gas is a. Th- I mean, if you think about it, what would be the point of banning um, natural gas, uh, uh, hot water tanks, ovens, furnaces, and then allowing natural gas backup generators? And by the way, those natural gas backup generators during the blizzard of twenty two. Did you listen to any of our coverage? Yes. Well, uh, remember well, all remember all those calls who said, "Hey." I've got a natural gas backup generator. It's not working because it's sucking in snow. The filter's getting wet, and I, I, I might as well not have one. Yeah, that's uh, there's always ins and outs, all that stuff, you know. But one good thing about where we're at, we're close to PA. You can buy gas appliances, gas hot water tanks, gas furnaces in PA all day long. Yeah, but you know what? Um, uh, they could easily pass a law stating that any contractor, any company, any individual who installs a natural gas this and natural gas that will be in violation, uh, and they'll, they'll enact some criminal statute of, of New York State Penal Code, whatever, whatever, whatever. They'll probably make it a uh, like a Class B misdemeanor. 
Well, sure be, but a lot of homeowners can put their own tanks in it. Man, I'm not saying they cover all the people, you know what I mean? But, you know, you're still going to be able to get a, you know, most people can put a stove in. It ain't that hard. Put a stove in, you know, can, my brother-in-law can do it for me, you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of handy people. I would know nothing about handy people because I'm not even sure how to change a light bulb. Um, I mean, I think you screw it, but don't quote me on that. Um, But in in any event, I mean, look, there's going to be people. Look, there's going to be people who are going to find reach arounds. (laughs) Maybe not the best word. They're going to find wraparounds. Uh, or get around, yeah, get arounds. That's where I was going. Get arounds for all these ideas. But the, the the basic idea, sir, that you would not have the choice over the appliances you want in your home. I chose natural gas for a reason. I know. I got a summer home in Chautauqua County. It's all electric, heat pump, electric hot water tank. I can turn on my heat pump from from Buffalo and get it warm air before I get down there. And then I switch over to the, uh, the wood, so then it's not warm. But in the summer. It works great. You know, I don't have gas at all. Sure, when you when you don't need heat, it works great. Yeah, but I got a wood burner, so. Well, but uh, keep in mind, sir, that they're also going after, not in the latest bit of legislation, but it has also been talked about doing away with wood-burning fireplaces, whether it's pellet or uh, firewood, um, across New York State. I mean, they're 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 talking about it. There's been nothing clocked into the legislature, just as though there's been uh, just as, as in the same way. There's been nothing clocked in on Hochul's proposal. Rob Ort told us last week she's probably going to slide it in with the budget uh, her proposal. That comes with what you said about the Amish. What they can do with them? My cabin has Amish all the way around me. They're all wood burners, every one of them. No propane, all wood. Well, I just hope it doesn't come to the point where they need to chop their beards off and burn those for heat, because that's going to smell horrible. All right. All right, handsome. Have a good day. All right, my love. Thank you. <laughs> There's uh, Kevin calling in. Um, yeah, the the um, the uh, the heat pump situation, we had a caller from uh, Farmersville, and apparently the electric heaters have gotten better. They work to, what, minus 15, minus 16, he said. But some of the early generation, I hope I have this right, the early generation uh, heat pumps to electrically heat your home, they pretty much were ineffective after 32 degrees Fahrenheit. Well, excuse me, but um, it gets well below 30 degrees Fahrenheit an awful lot here in western New York. And and by the way, uh, while I'm doing this topic, is there anybody listening to my voice right now who believes reasonably that your life was saved because you had natural gas when the electricity went out? And, you know, that was the biggest question, one of the biggest questions we had during the blizzard coverage that we had nonstop, 24-7, right here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Public radio was missing in action. Okay, Buffalo's public radio, nowhere to be heard during the blizzard of 22. We were on the air 24-7, live, local talk. You couldn't miss it anytime you tuned into this radio station. But uh, people were very concerned about when is their electricity coming back on. They had elderly relatives who were beginning to feel very uncomfortable. And uh, as far as electricity going down, if everything in your home is electric but you don't have electricity, what have you really accomplished? You've accomplished nothing. And as we had a doctor tell us, a home, when you have a senior citizen with not much fat, not many good winter clothes, uh, and limited nutrition, 58 to 60 degrees is a health crisis for a senior citizen. 58 to 60 degrees. I kid you not. That was told to us by Dr. James Harris. 
So um, why would you want to put people's lives, especially seniors, in danger? Because the electric does go down in storms. We've seen it go down in snowstorms. We've seen it go down in some of those classic 1970s all-encasing ice storms. This is just such a bad idea in so many ways. And I, and I do think you guys think there's an element of control to this. Let's go to uh, Ron in uh, uh, Buffalo. Ron, you're on WBEN. Hello. Yeah, hi, Tom. So to answer the mo- your most recent question, um, I, I believe that having a natural gas appliance stove uh, saved my 86-year-old mother-in-law's life without, without question. In, in what um, way, sir? There was a, it was her only heat source. Uh, she's 86 years old. Her house, uh, her landline was working. I called a few weeks ago, and I told you the story. Um, her landline was working, and she was uh, speaking to my wife, and it was 37 in her house. So, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's dangerous. Yeah, it is uh, extremely right. So I mean, as you know, uh, you know, not as being as advanced in age as she is, um, you know, we were fine. Uh, it was uncomfortable for us too for three and a half days without without power. But uh, the purpose of my call is not to discuss that, but uh, to talk about um, the what I've noticed uh, when you drive down the 400 and the 90. Um, I don't know if others have observed this, but there there seems to be a lot of um, uh, uh, swamp mats. They're like these large, uh, they, they look like they're made out of railroad ties tied together with cable. And it's a huge engineering undertaking for miles and miles under the main power lines. All right, I, I need you to, sorry, I, I need you to hold on. I'm sorry, I've got a, I've got a break. I want to hear what you have to say. But uh, have I ever told you guys I'm a prisoner of the clock? Uh, let's get back to Ron in uh, Buffalo. Ron, I'm sorry I had to interrupt uh, our phone call there, but you were talking about driving in certain places in western New York and uh, seeing some activity going on. Yeah, so I think they're called swamp mats, and uh, they're these uh, large railroad tie sort of wooden platforms that are uh, strung together with cables, and they allow heavy equipment to move on soft terrain. And what I've observed is, uh, on the 400 and on the 90, if you if you uh, drive by and you look under the power lines, um, there are miles of them. I mean, it, this is no, it's not, it's not like they're putting down, you know, a few mats over the course of an afternoon to um, uh, fix a tower. There's miles and miles, almost like a roadway of wooden railroad tie mats, like like a giant build out has been planned in advance of any of the announcements that we're hearing of as of late. And um, it seems to me, I mean, it, it could be pure coincidence that, that uh, the uh, electric company is, is doing the build out like that now, but it doesn't seem to me that it would be done for purposes of just simply um, doing some remediation work. Like I said, it's a huge engineering undertaking to create these basically like wooden roadways to drive tracked vehicles on, like heavy equipment to uh, service the towers. Well, we would have to get somebody on from National Grid or NYSEG to uh, answer any questions about what they're doing, um, whether it's routine, whether it uh, you know whether it plays into this. But even if e- even if the electric grid was built up to par with the expected demand in this area, the electric grid, as you know, is interconnected with every other electric grid, and if just one if you change one battery, it's not going to help the radio go on. And also, if you lose if you lose electricity, you lose electricity. 
Agreed. I, I don't disagree with you. I mean, there's nothing wrong with upgrading the electric grid, but even so, in the event of a blizzard or an ice storm, all those upgrades in the world can't hold a candle to Mother Nature. Indeed. But look, I, 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 if, I, I, if they are upgrading the, the grid, uh, more power to them. But they, you know, it should have been done years ago, not for this reason, but just in general. Yeah, you won't get any disagreement from me. I do, I do think that, like I said, I, I just looking at the scale of the engineering effort involved just in laying down these mats is, is uh, kind of epic. Um, if you, if you, uh, if anybody takes notice and they're able to shed some more light on it, that would be wonderful. Thank you. Well, I'd love to hear from somebody from National Grid. Uh, thank you very much. Um, see the the electric component of NYSEG and National Grid. My humble opinion, um, they need to get their PR people out in front of this, explaining why this simply is not doable. And um, the uh, you remember the Northeast power blackout? You know the one that was caused by aliens in 1965. I mean, that took out most of the Northeast, and it was a cascading effect, one region after another, including New York City, including Buffalo, I think including uh, uh, Michigan, if I'm not mistaken from the map. But our grid is all somehow interconnected in ways I can't even begin to understand or fathom, and uh, sometimes you get these giant outages. Uh, about 10, 15 summers ago, we had a very large outage, uh, not just in the region, but uh, in, in the state and I think a couple of other states um, uh, where people were out of uh, electricity. So if you, just, if you just fix the right knee, doesn't do anything for the left knee or your tennis elbow. About the best analogy I can come up with. Um, all right, good, great calls, uh, guys. Great, great, great calls. I, uh, you know, I don't want to just be the natural gas conversion station, but as I've said, and you know, the politics are, are not really important to me in terms of uh, people here in in Western New York or across New York State because we live in a cold area. And if you are a left-wing Democrat and your electric goes out and that's all you have to heat, I don't want you freezing to death in your home. And we lost people in the blizzard of 22 who froze to death in their own homes. Just imagine that. In, in 2022, we had people dying in their homes of cold. Just let that sink in and think about this proposal, and it just doesn't make sense.